Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. I know fitness is important, but I don't have time to keep up with all the fads and celebrity workouts that come and go. I need something backed by real science that will get real results and fits into my schedule. Caliber has been a lifesaver. It's a science based fitness coaching program covering strength, nutrition, and healthy habits, completely customized to my needs and abilities. All I did was fill out their online assessment, and Caliber did the rest. The best part is, I'm not in it alone. Caliber paired me with an expert personal trainer who checks on my progress and keeps me motivated and on track. And I'm not the only one getting results. Caliber is top rated on Trustpilot with 4.9 out of 5 stars. On average, members achieve a 20% or better improvement in their body composition by week 12 of the program. Start a science-based fitness program you'll actually stick with. Get $100 off at CaliberStrong.com slash podcast. That's CaliberStrong.com slash podcast. Since Bounty Gate hit the NFL, when things seem fishy, then you probably smell the crooked referees are Roger Goodell. Yeah, like this, and I'm a who that. Every day I'm living, I'm a who that. 
Lose on winning, I'm a who that. It's the sports coma, this is where we do that. Where we do that, eh. Where we do that, eh. Where we do that, where we do that, where we do that, eh. Boogie like this, and I'm a who that. It's the sports coma, this is where we do that. Who listening to the sports coma? Big Q and the guys on the PRO Media Network. Welcome, welcome, welcome. You're now rocking with the Sports Coma with Big Q and the guys where we have intense, entertaining, educating, and enlightening sport talk from your favorite sports fam. Shout out to the fam. Appreciate y'all guys for tuning in this episode of the Coma at the end of the week show or the Saints Friday wrap-up stream. Week 5, Saints heading into the weekend. Sunday, they take on the New England Patriots. We have to travel up to Gillette Stadium to take on a upset Bill Belichick issuing challenges if you won't call it that or sending a message to his quarterback we know how tough those pats are after a loss so shout out to you guys thank y'all for being here we'll go over some saints news and notes and a few other things in this episode we'll play a couple of interviews from dennis allen pete carmichael we'll hear what he had to say as y'all can see he was on the thumbnail so shout out to the fan appreciate all of y'all for being in the stream please do me a service by hitting the like button please feel free to hit the like button shout out to everybody uh, up in this thing uh let's see who we got uh, in the stream elite jt dana appreciate all y'all for being in the stream much love to y'all brother slade uh terra 66 tory brother tory shout out to you og jerry in the building brother eric as well good to see you uh brother rob's in the building as well dana shout out to the queens t dirty what's happening my brother appreciate you as well gundam is in the building as well i feel you gundam much love to, to the fam, man. And uh, Chevy, what's happening, man? How you doing? All right. And the rest of the fam, Silver. And uh, who else we got chiming in? Big ups to everybody, man. Daniel, how you doing, sir? Appreciate you. Brother Wallace is in this thing as well. Good to see you. Much love to everybody. Young City, I see you, fam. Much love to y'all, man. Appreciate y'all being up in this thing, man. All right, Poppy, I see you, fam. Appreciate you. All right, so, you know, we talked about this on the previous stream, fam. We kind of got... uh into it on it. And I kind of explain myself and my thought process on Dennis Allen. Uh, not, you know, when you have a super, uber talented offensive unit, like we have, uh, sometimes talent is not enough. You have to have a workable scheme, workable, a uh, situation of plays is set that utilize and get the most, uh, yeah, I guess to utilize it to the fullest potential, know how to use these moving parts. I think during the offseason, we kind of thought about how the Saints would be able to do it. I don't think anybody capitulated that the Saints would be this uh, dysfunctional after a month worth of games into the season. And really, if you just paid attention to what they do, just an observational standpoint by myself, is that their offense regressed. Of course, you can say it was Carr's injury or whatnot. Pete Carmichael's ticked the onus upon himself, but the statistics glaringly state, and I've shown it several times in several streams across this show, is that the number one problem with the Saints in terms of its units is the offense is simply not carrying its weight. You know, uh, you have to, this offense is definitely capable of scoring at least two touchdowns a game. You can't tell me that they can't, and you can't use injuries as an excuse. This is just, they just stink. And it's time for them to get it together and fix it. 
so we can move in the correct direction. So shout out to the fan. What's up, St. John? Appreciate you for being here, man. Appreciate you, bro. All righty, Dirty says, I, I sat there last night and watched the Raggedy Bears put up 40 points. <laughs> all right, yeah, Derek Carr and all these weapons he got. Yeah, oh, yeah, man. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and Gundam's upset. He refused to address critical issues. Now, it's, it, and that's what I'll say. A lot of people like, are oh, you serious? You don't see what's in front of you. He doesn't see it. He doesn't see the sense of urgency. He just sees you at two and two, which is really interesting for an NFL supposedly head coach, quote unquote, to stand before the nation and address the nation with no sense of urgency. Not outwardly, not inside of the building. It could be totally something different. I'm not there. You're not there. What he's telling them inside the building could be totally different than what he's conveying to you out in the public. And he said, we're just two and two. The sky's not falling. Even Mickey Loomis, I played several Mickey Loomis interviews, but Mickey was kind of holding it together. He was upset because Mickey's getting heat because this is his call. And Mickey never got this kind of heat before, man, when he did on the coach. He had mostly Sean Payton here all those years. It's a lot different when Dennis Allen's there because even though he sat under Peyton, he just really didn't learn. Like, you got to know, even to kick it up a gear. Like, you see guys are frustrated. You see the Elvin Kamara frustrated. Michael Thomas is frustrated. When your stars start getting frustrated, it's definitely something going wrong in the Saints' offensive building. The collapse in Green Bay and then the matchup last week, it's just, it's very clear. It's definitely something you need to make move. And not just the losses. Okay, we two and two. It's how you're losing. How are you losing these games? You're losing games to teams that's not even playoff teams. 26 to 9 to Tampa Bay. And they just they just took it apart. They beat you like that in the dome on a short week after they got destroyed by I forgot whoever beat the brakes off of Tampa Bay that Monday night game, but they came to the dome and beat the brakes off the Saints. The Green Bay, none of these teams, Green Bay or Tampa Bay, both the Bays are not playoff teams this year, and you lose to both of those nine playoff teams, what does that make you? Aren't you, <laughs> that old saying about you are what you eat? You know? So, in the end, I do I think that they'll get it together? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Not, you know, because of the pressure from outside the building. It's a uniform code that everybody is focalized on the offense. We know that the problem is the offense. So all of the this, the great majority of the who that nation worldwide is focused their attention and angst toward the Saints' offenses, which is putting pressure on the media apparatus that questions Dennis Allen to question his offense, and that's putting more pressures on on the, the team to rectify the wrongs. But there's still a lot to be done. The good news is that our simulation, which is totally perfect. <laughs> that we do on this channel. Our man simulations are perfect. They're a perfect 4 and 0. And I've told people this before. Don't worry about what the scores say, but it's chose right all four games. It had the Saints at 2 and 2, had us winning the first two, losing the second two, and now this game it has us winning the game. So the Madden simulation that's been perfect through 4 weeks says that you get the dub on Sunday. So that's a bit of a good news now in terms of what we see out on the field, we'll have to see if they get it together because, you know, everybody knows this. It's going to be difficult to beat a New England Patriots team after they got the brakes beat off of them last week. So they got Bill Belichick's attention. Plus, you're going up there. Plus, you got a, a officiating crew that will be against you as well. So you have the officiating crew. You got Belichick with his his mentality. 
dealing around and inspiring his players. He's been making trades. He made a trade to get the cornerback there. Uh, he's been uh, talking to Mac Jones, issuing him challenges. We'll cover that today on the show as well. And of course, the next two games on the road games against the Patriots. And then they travel to Houston and Houston actually got a good win over Pittsburgh. Going to be kind of interesting over the next two weeks to see how the Saints navigate these rough waters, man, to be honest with you. So we'll we'll see, man. But the, hopefully, I'm just saying hopefully they can catch fire, man, and something can gel, man. But, you know, it, it we'll, we'll see, man. But anyway, let's get into it. Shout out. What's up, bro? Shout out to you, man. Appreciate you, my dog. Shout out to you. All right. My dog saying just Pete Carr calls audibles out of plays during games. It's, off, it's the offensive line play calling and quarterback play. Oh, yeah. But he's over all of that. So he's going to say it's on him, which is what the coach is supposed to say. Dennis Allen's supposed to say it's on it's on me. He's saying what Dennis Allen's supposed to say. Dennis Allen is, you know, we got to coach better. We got to play better. It's the we effect. That's the, you know, he kind of skirts accountability. But at least you can give Carmichael credit for saying this on me. I got to get that together. I got to fix that. So I got to give Carmichael at least credit for that, that he's not trying to run away from his accountability there. Is that, listen, the reason why this is happening and all this kind of stuff. But yes, you're right, my dog. All that's right. The offensive line coach, Doug Marone, somebody need to, need to get on him to get this line to perform better. And they did incrementally did a little bit better, but still in all, they were giving up sacks. They were, you know, they not opening up the lanes properly for the running game to get going. Discover a healthier, happier you with Veganuary 2024. Your health isn't just small potatoes, it's a big deal. So this January, you are invited to make a change that matters by trying Veganuary's 31-Day Vegan Challenge. Switching to a plant-based diet reduces your carbon footprint and makes a positive impact for animals. Every meal is a vote for the kind of world you want to create. Ready to make a change? Sign up today at Veganuary.com. Vote for veggies. Wake up at Holiday Inn Express to a can't-miss breakfast that's free with every stay. Count on all the hot, fresh coffee you need and an incredible breakfast buffet that has something for everyone, like eggs, cinnamon rolls, and even hot, fresh pancakes with all the toppings you crave. Next time, do yourself a favor and stay at a Holiday Inn Express with a can't-miss breakfast that's free with every stay. So, when you wake up at Holiday Inn Express, you'll wake up happy, a part of IHG Hotels and Resorts. You know, we were doing these silly plays when we were stretching, doing non-fundamental stuff like running stretch plays against a fast defense as opposed to punching them in the middle. Speaking about that during the show. So hopefully we can grow some more brain cells in this next matchup to take advantage of everything. So eventually, I think we will fix it. We will climb up out of it. I think they'll adjust uh, and make it right. And I think it's because of the pressure of a lot of what's going on outside the building. A lot of people are not. They're not selling for that. So I think a lot of that will change. So anyway, as we get going, man, let's hit some of this article, man, and move forward, man. And let's move it. Saints in the Saints Friday injury report 2023 week five versus the New England Patriots. As the Saints gear up to face the Pats in week five clash during the 23 season, the Friday injury report raised some concerns. The Saints in particular find themselves dealing with a slew of injuries that could impact their performance on game day. Shout out to Niles. Carpenter, our key contributor there. Saints injury report. Of course, Jawan Johnson's listed out with the calf issue. So seeing him out again, that's kind of tough. Uh, Lonnie Johnson, Junior, backup defensive back, has a hamstring issue. He's ruled out. Landon Young, a backup reserve with the hip. Andrews with a concussion. 
He's in the concussion protocol. Last week it was Cesar Ruiz. This week is Andres Pete. Paulson Adebo uh, is also a person dealing with the hamstring issue. Too bad on that. Uh, and of course, you see uh, you're dealing with uh, Carr. Carr is dealing with the right shoulder issue. He's in, he, we think he'll play. Hurst dealing with an ankle issue is a game time decision as well. And we'll see how that works. So we have, you know, we had our, you know, Andres is out with the concussion. Cesar Ruiz returns. Uh, Eric McCoy is there as well. He was dealing with a little knee issue, but he, uh, his status is more agreeable. We'll see what happened with James Hurst, Hurst, James, uh, James Hurst, our other starter. Uh, Ramcheck was dealing with a foot issue as well. So our offensive line dealing with some issues. Uh, Foster Monroe is, is coming back. He's one of, you know, with Jawan Johnson being out having uh, Foster Monroe and Jimmy Graham back along with Taysom. That helps us out in our tight end room. Jordan Howden, our safety. Get an opportunity to be there. You remember he had the finger issue, and of course, on the Patriots side of things, they face a share of injuries as well. Christian Gonzalez, he's out. A uh, linebacker, Matthew Judine, both ruled out. These are two really good players, which could help their defense out. And multiple, including defensive end Christian Barmore, is listed as questionable as well. So if they have a few things, and like I mentioned, with Bill Belichick dealing with his making a trade to try to improve, try to improve the secondary heading into the game, so. I think in the end, you know, it'll be, you know, it'll be a interesting game. I don't know if it'll be a, a top scoring game or not, but I think uh, ultimately the Saints do have the talent to compete and beat the Chiefs, man. I really do think that, man, but it just, they just have to show it. I right, said, so anyway, let's go to this article right here from Yard Barker covering on the Pats. And this is their quarterback, Mac Jones. The Patriots' Bill Belichick sends message to Mac Jones ahead of the Saints game. Sunday Patriots head coach Bill Belichick benched the struggling Mac Jones during last Sunday's 38-3 shellacking of the, by the Cowboys. And it seemed to send a warning to his quarterback ahead of the Sunday matchup against the 2-2 two two Saints. Quote, if, it's just, it, if it just goes from bad to worse, then you're not going to be around for very long, according to what Coach Bill Belichick said, as he told uh, Zach Cox of uh, NESN. We all get knocked down, got to get up, and get back in the ring. Jones had a fumble return for a touchdown. He had a pass. He never should have thrown, picked off, and taken to the house for a score. Then he threw another interception before he was pulled from last Sunday's defeat. Coach Belichick and offensive coordinator Bill O'Brien defended Jones earlier this week, and a legendary coach indicated Friday he expects the 25-year-old to bounce back for the one in three Pates, uh, Patriots uh, in a big way against the Saints. Now, anybody who plays or coaches in this league has not so good performances somewhere along the line, Coach Bill said. It's part of the job, part of the situation. Every week's a new week. Max pretty mentally tough. So everybody else around here, I mean, you have to be, you have to be in this league. Now, according to ESPN stats, Jones will enter Sunday's action ranked 25th in the league among qualified players with a 45.1 adjusted QBR and an 80.8 passer rate in this season. He began Friday tied for 27 with an average of 6.2 yards per pass attempt. Now Jones matched five touchdown passes with four interceptions over the campaign's four games, but he recorded three of those scores in weeks one loss to the Eagles. Now, Coach Bill said, theoretically, we could call upon backup Bailey Zappi, or Zappi, however you pronounce it, during the halftime break to replace Jones against the Saints if New England's offense fails to find the end zone across the first two quarters of Sunday's matchup. So, Mac Jones is coming to this game. Just, it's going to be interesting. So, like I said, 
we just got to be on game. We just got to be on game against these guys. We know it's going to be not going to be as easy as we think it is because we have our slew of, of concerns too. We have to run the ball. We have to run the ball. We have to establish the run against the New England Patriots. Ain't no ifs, ands, and buts about it. We got to establish the run, and we can't have turnovers, and we can't have uh, a, a slew of pre-snap penalties. And we got to, when we get into the red zone, we're fortunate to get into the red zone against the Patriots. We have to come up with touchdowns and our field goals. That's what we have to do. So I know our defense will be optimistic. They'll be opportunistic. They'll be able to get you some turnovers. They'll get pressure. Hopefully, they'll get more pressure on the quarterback than we've seen over the last two weeks and get a couple of more sacks on top of that thing and kind of keep Mac Jones kind of reeling. But like I said, when you're going against Bill Belichick, and even though this is not a super, super talented team like Bill Belichick's known to have, the talent all over the place, this is still a very good team. This uh, Not in terms of record, but it's a very good, well-coached team and dealing with a lot of injuries and issues, but they do have talent. And Bill Belichick is a is a coach that knows how to get the most out of his player, especially when he got their attention after being shellacked the week before. So they're at home, they're feeling good, and this is an opportunity for the Saints. They really need this win to kind of set things right moving ahead. Now, anyway, let's move on here and let's get to Dennis Allen. This is this interview that he posted today. Uh, as he's going to kind of do his own little breakdown of the New England Patriots. Uh, and he talks about several things. We'll react to that. So y'all hit uh, put like in, I mean, not like, put one in, one in the chat if y'all can hear. Here we go. Yeah, so look, I think we've had a good week of practice. I think our guys are excited about going up to New England playing. Obviously, we understand uh, what we're going up against uh, in terms of a, a good football team uh, that's extremely well coached. And so it's one of those deals where, you know, they're not going to give it to you. you got to go out there and earn it. So we're excited about the opportunity, though. How much it, has it helped or changed the game plan at all to have Derek be able to practice uh, all week versus last week? Well, I, I think there's, there's uh, you know, probably a little bit more, um, I don't know if certainty is the word, but, you know, I, I think him getting those reps and, and getting that work, you know, I think, you know, it's still, um, it's still a new system and a new scheme. And so being able to, you know, still now just in week five of the season, him getting an opportunity to get, uh, you know, a lot of those reps has been, I think, beneficial for, for him and for us. Assuming you've got Jordan Howden back this week, uh, what progress have you seen him make between his first start and his second start? Now that he's been available on that? Yeah, look, I think he's done a, I think he's done a good job for us. Um, you know, he's still a young player and, and, so every day there's there's things that we've got to uh, you know go over with him, but you know typically he doesn't make the same mistakes twice, and so um, we feel confident about his ability to go in there and play. And I think he's got good range on the back end. I think he's a good tackler. So um, yeah, he's he's been he's been a good addition and and, and played well for us. Yeah, as a defensive coach, is there anything that Belichick has done or you've watched that that has had influence over you? Just kind of your philosophy. Yeah, look, I think. Um, you know, as much as anything, when you watch them, you know, they're they're very fundamentally sound um, in everything that they do. And, you know, they, they play a multitude of, of, of players in a lot of different positions. So they make some things difficult on you in terms of identifying the defensive personnel package that's out there. And, you know, each week it's a it's a it's a new uh, a new look, you know, and so it's kind of hard to go through and 
you know, see what they do, you know, from week to week, you know, how they're going to, you know, look at us and how they're going to plan us. I, I think uh, a lot of times you can go and you, you can look at a scheme and you can say, okay, this is how, this is what they're going to do. And this is what we really expect for them to do against us. And, and yet, um, you know, each and every week it kind of changes with them. So uh, that makes it, that makes it tough. I, I, you know, got a lot of respect for him in terms of, you know, his, his, his defensive mindset, you know, as well as his, his, you know, just overall knowledge of the game. I don't know how much you guys will see Keon White um, since they've got an injury uh, to replace there, but he felt like one of those things, kind of measurements kind of guys had been as rough as that. Yeah, he was a guy we liked. Yeah. yeah, he was a guy we liked. I mean, he's he's big. He's got uh, got some good length. Uh, he's extremely physical. Uh, you know, so I think he's a he's a good player. He certainly was a guy that that uh, you know we had our eye on in the draft. Yeah, well, look, we'll we'll see what their plan is going into the game. I think that is one thing that they they've always done a really good job of is, you know, they kind of identify, you know, who are the players they're really trying to take away, um, and and typically they do a really good job of taking those guys away, and so it presents some other opportunities for some other guys, you know, and uh, look, we feel like we've got, you know, several weapons that we can get the ball to. We'll see how they you know decide to defend us, but gives an opportunity for some other guys to kind of step up and make some plays. Yeah, I think I think he's looked good. Look, I think Ike's done a done a really good job stepping in for him. Uh, I think he's played well, uh, and yet I think you know Paulson brings a lot to our football team. So um, he's had a good week of practice. Um, you know, we'll kind of see where he's at as we get through tomorrow. But um, you know, feel good about him. Yeah, I think it. I think really, you know, in all phases, you know, uh, offense, defense, and in the kicking game, I think. Wake up at Holiday Inn Express to a can't-miss breakfast that's free with every stay. Count on all the hot, fresh coffee you need and an incredible breakfast buffet that has something for everyone, like eggs, cinnamon rolls, and even hot, fresh pancakes with all the toppings you crave. Next time, do yourself a favor and stay at a Holiday Inn Express with a can't-miss breakfast that's free with every stay. So, when you wake up at Holiday Inn Express, you'll wake up happy. A part of IHG Hotels and Resorts. Hey, can I tell you a secret? The secret to getting a great shave without any nicks, cuts, or irritation isn't three or four blades, a soap strip, or a swivel head. It's just supporting the blade. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just supporting the blade. Don't let it flex or bend. That's the secret to limiting shaving irritation. At Henson Shaving, we use our 20 years of aerospace manufacturing to keep the blade from moving. It's not the coolest answer, but it's the right one. To learn more and to get 100 blades for free, go to HensonShaving.com slash holiday. You know, you have to be able to adjust to, you know, what they're doing. Um, you know, and typically they have a way to kind of start the game out, and then somewhere along the way, uh, you know, they're, they they kind of, you know, make some changes and, and adjustments. And so it's kind of a chess match and being able to match their adjustments, you know, as the game goes on. Say that again. Yeah, I, I think, you know, we're preparing for, 
you know, their offensive system and their offensive scheme. And, and I don't know that, you know, one quarterback changes that dramatically, um, you know, and so uh, we basically have, you know, kind of looked at, you know, what, what they've done throughout the season. You know, we've studied, uh, you know, things that Bill O'Brien's done in different, different places and different stops along the way. So, um, you know, we'll see what their plan is. And, and just like we were just talking about, I mean, we'll have to be able to adjust depending on what they're doing. Chris Olave was saying yesterday that he kind of had to like check himself and adjust his attitude after that last game. What's that conversation like for you guys with him when, when you see some of that stuff kind of happening? Yeah, look, I think it's, um, you know, still, let's don't forget he's still a young player, you know, and so you're still learning how to, um, you know, be a pro each and every single week. And that's, that's, you know, that, that, that that's complicated. It's a, it's a hard thing to do, um, you know, to, to be able to bring that focus, that intensity, um, you know, each and every week throughout a 17 game season. So, um, you know, I think he's had a really good week of practice. I'm excited about going out and watching him play. I think he's going to play well. That's Dennis Allen, man, in the building, man. So it's it's really interesting. We'll see exactly what the adjustments are uh, heading into it. It's a very it's a very complicated matchup, and with Bill Belichick, he's known to have some different tricks and whatnot. And uh, shout out to Christopher, who's the Boston Globe reporter that was on our preview stream for you guys that didn't get an opportunity to watch the preview stream. With Christopher Price of the Boston Globe, he covers the Patriots for 19 seasons. He's been covering them. Had a really, really good show we did on the preview. I, I really uh, promote you guys to go and check out that preview uh, uh, stream, a show that we did this week. A lot of good game in there that Christopher sprinkled on us about the Patriots. He also mentioned that the Patriots or uh, Coach Belichick in particular, is focusing on the special teams aspect of the Saints. He's concerned about the special teams aspect of the Saints. Christopher made mention of the fact that Darren Rizzi, who's our current special teams coordinator, who was with the Miami Dolphins in prior years, had a lot of success against the Patriots. Remember those matchups when the Dolphins would beat the Pats? Or, you know, they had a lot of special team action in there where it was popping. So he kind of alluded to that because we were talking about offense and defense. He took it to the special teams and Bill Belichick came out and made a commentary about that, too. He also mentioned JT Gray and talked about him and he mentioned Cam as well. But in the end, he's look at it. And he was talking about special teams might play a factor in this game, which is could, could be true because their offense is struggling, too. Our offense is struggling. Both defenses are okay. They're one and three. We're two and two. But, you know, there's a lot of struggle football going on between both of the clubs, and it can come down to a special teams affair. You know, who, you know, getting in particular, who can, uh, the first, first, it might be one of those games where the first to score a touchdown, <laughs> he probably would win the game, you know. So we'll see how it all shakes, but I just wanted to kind of sprinkle some game on y'all about that. Y'all hadn't seen that show, please feel free to check out. It's like 30 minutes. It's not a very big uh, show, but if y'all, it's a lot of good game on that show. 
So anyway, here's Pete Carmichael's interview. Let's go over this Pete Carmichael's interview, man. Very interesting. It's about nine minutes long. Uh, let's listen to Pete and what he had to say. Here we go. The red zone, what the issues have been, been able to dial in on? Yeah, I think um, when you really just look at all aspects, I think I got to do a better job, and it's my responsibility, uh, regardless of what any of the situations is. Obviously, the red zone is one of them, uh, but there's, there's things that uh, – Again, it's it's on me. I got to get those things fixed and corrected, and uh, I got to do a better job. So, 100% on me. But right now, right now, our focus, my focus, right now, is on the preparation for this week. Pete, is I, there any is there anything you do, I guess, specifically to, to eliminate the outside noise, or do you just go about your business? I think it's just the outside noise. That's part of this business. I think that uh, it's clear that I got to do a better job, and so I don't. Yeah, my focus right now is on the team and the preparation for this week. I think when you mentioned like doing a better job, what is that? Well, I got to put our guys in better situations. I think we got to uh, sustain drives and uh, the red zone being one of the areas that I got to have better, better play selection and, uh, you know, keep drives going. Hey, what, what does it mean to have not only Dennis in support of you, despite you know, the struggles they have offensively, and even Derek saying, hey, it's on us, it's on us players to make those plays. What, what does it mean to hear from you that they still have faith in what you're doing? Yeah, I, I really don't. Uh, you know, I think that that's just the type of team players building organization that we built around here that everybody takes it upon themselves to to get this thing turned around and corrected. So obviously uh, their support means a lot. But again, when ultimately, it's it's my responsibility. When, when you're looking at it, how close are you guys? I mean, is it you know just a hiccup here and there? Or how, how close are you? to? Yeah, you I, break I think as you know, when we watch the film, we see that there's there's some opportunities out there. And so I think that uh but for those opportunities to happen, I gotta, you know, make sure that's all cleaned up again. Right now, focus, preparation for this week, and and you know, energy, effort, and getting going. Hey, you what, guys have been at the bottom of the league the last few years in, in the use of motion, or the percentage of plays. Like, what is it about the system that maybe that's not as incorporated as much as? Yeah, I think that I think that's something that we can do more of. To be honest with you. How does it help when you when you do? I think that uh, yeah, maybe it gets the defense thinking a little bit more and gets uh, maybe gives the quarterback some indications of what the coverage might be or what they might be doing defensively. Is that something that's easy to, to add in if you decide you want to do it? Yeah, I think that, uh, I think, yeah, I mean, the, the it's all part of our system. It's just me including it as part of it. When you see a Belichick defense, what, what comes to mind? Uh, this group is smart, instinctive. They tackle well. Uh, they're going to make you earn every everything. They're obviously extremely well coached, and you just see uh, – you know, when you're when you're watching the film, you see a disciplined team, and again, it's it's a big challenge. All right, let's pause it right there. Credit to old Pete Carmichael, man. He did take credit for what the offense is not doing three times during the span of less than three minutes. So, you know, we know what time it is in terms of, uh, you know, as that goes. The you know, but the the question is. Can he fix the ills of the offense, right? And it's and and smartly mentioned the family members mentioned it. You know, it's it's a it's a combination of different things. The play calling is a part of it. The execution needs to be better. You know, we see Derek Carr going out there a lot of times. Derek Carr, like in the last game, you can attribute it to him being hurt. I, I would have to say he was hurt because he looked awful out there. I have to say that that, that was the point. Prior to that, it's just he don't he doesn't know the system. He just don't. He just and that's the thing that that's clear to me watching him play is that he doesn't play. That's not confidence out there. He's just going. I ain't gonna say he's going through the motions, 
but he doesn't know enough of the system to try to make him be the guy that carries the games. It's not, no, 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 no. Stop that. You need to run the ball. That's the big thing. And if running the ball, that goes right to Doug Marone's department. Doug Marone and Jari Evans, it goes right to their department. Now, with that being said, we have a, these linemen been together last year. So they have a com, you know, they don't have a camaraderie issue. They don't have a, well, it shouldn't be a personality issue. It's just they're not playing well. Now, some people would say they were incrementally playing. They played a little bit better than what it. I mean, they couldn't do no worse. Hell, you know, they still give up sacks. They still don't open up these these run lanes, open and close as quick as department store doors. I'm just going to be honest with you. They don't, they, they don't open up and stay open long. They open and then close. So if you're not then hit it, you, you just just what it is. We've seen plays when I don't pull out plays for linemen getting out late. Uh, they try to set up certain screens, and it's just it's just not in harmony and synergy yet. And I just don't understand after four weeks of playing, how do you still look like that? So we're going to need them. We're going to need the offensive line. We're going to need you guys to have to step it up. We're going to have to need – we need you because it's really – it's going to be on that line because we need the line to open up the running lane so we can get the play action going. That's what this this is that we talk about motioning and all this kind of old shit. The reality is, man, to keep it short and simple is that we're going to need our offensive line to play a lot better. They're going to have to run block a lot better. They're going to have to pass block a lot better. But if you run block a lot better, that'll give us a running attack. That'll help set the play action. We need to get the play action going. So we can have some duality here so we can get, freeze the defense so we can get opportunities downfield so we don't have to force it. Let's take the pressure off of Carr's shoulders because he can't carry the team right now. He doesn't know enough of the book yet. So we need the running game to carry because that was the focal point coming into the season. Anyway, I thought and I remember that we had the rushing attack. That's why we had Kendra Miller, Elvin Kamara. That's why we brought Jamal Williams in here. You know, we brought, we were going to use the running game as a staple to carry the offense with the pass on the back of the of the running attack. Then we get into the season, and then of course it doesn't happen that way. It happened with the we're trying to pass the ball, and and you know, see, see what I'm saying? And a lot of that is because the offensive line wasn't doing a good job of run blocking. But that you're supposed to be a better run blocker than a pass block. I just don't understand what's going on. They just individually are not getting it done. Now, granted, they did look a little bit better, but we don't need a little bit now at four weeks. We need you guys to go out there and handle your business. We really do. We need we need the running attack. We need the running attack. We really do. We need the running attack. We need the running attack to help this guy out. Here we go. Speaking of motion, you guys did such a creative job of getting Chris Olave the ball in a variety of different ways, especially in week one, but earlier this year. What what? Why was it so hard to get him involved this particular game? Yeah, I think that, uh, again, I think there was some, I don't want to say opportunities, but there were calls there for him. And then just whether the, the defensive structure or the coverage took us away from it. So, again, uh, 100% on me. i got to find those ways so that we can get him those opportunities. It, all, it also feels like you guys have had more success with, I don't know if this is fair to assume it's the scripted first 15 plays. What Are there, like, habits that it's easy to fall into when things aren't working during a game? Or, or what is – prevented finding a rhythm as the game goes on? Yeah, I think just uh, obviously I think our coaching staff does a great job communicating with me as to uh, um, after the series and evaluating kind of what's happening and giving thoughts and suggestions. I just got to do a better job uh, putting those together. What's been a common theme in your conversations with 
Doug Marone regarding just some of the offensive line struggles? Well, I think this. I think that uh, I think there's improvement in that area. I just think, again, everything's about the team. Uh, we talk about all the positions, so it's not just uh, Doug and I. It's everybody that's in there, and we talk about every position, things that we can do maybe to help help guys out. What are some of the things you feel like you guys are doing well, though, like so far? Listen, I think, again, the focus preparation this week, I think that uh, uh, there's a lot of areas, all the areas. we got to improve in every area, so that's on me. I, I, no, I said, what are some of the things you feel like? <laughs> uh, hold on, hold on, Pete. We gotta hit you with that again, brother. We gotta hit you with that one again, brother. <laughs> nah, brother. Nah, Pete. Pete, you just up there, bro. You you like a robot. You just it's like a tape machine up there, man. He just. The man asked him a question. The man said, no, 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 hold on. You gonna answer this. <laughs> oh, let me run it back. Fat. Let me run it uh, back. Doug and I, it's everybody that's in there. And we talk about every position, things that we can do maybe to help help guys out. What are some of the things you feel like you guys are doing well, though, like so far? Listen, I think, again, the focus preparation this week, I think that uh, uh, there's a lot of areas, all the areas. We've got to improve in every area, so that's on me. I, I, no, I said, what are some of the things you feel like yeah. you guys are doing well, though? Yeah, I Listen, I think we're getting in and out of the huddle. We're communicating well. I think that, uh, you know, Derek's doing a good job getting us into the into the right plays when uh, he's presented those opportunities. Uh, I think it's just sometimes when we get a drive going, we sustain it. But we have, we've we've had some longer drives that we failed in the red zone. Uh, but I think it's it's getting that drive started. Something that when we have been able to do that, the red zone, but we just haven't finished drives that we failed in the red zone. Uh, but I think it's it's getting that drive started. Something that when we have been able to do that, we've had success moving it down to the red zone, but we just haven't finished those drives. And how often does Derek Hey Pop, are you serious? Man, let me tell you. Uh no. No, 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 no. Uh, but whoever the reporter was, credit to you, because you stayed on code. He ducked the first time very badly, by the way. And the reporter came back, said, no, 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 no. How, what, what are you guys doing? We're getting in and out of the huddle well. <laughs> yeah, you're getting in and out of the huddle, all right. Yeah, you you doing that very positively. You're getting in and out of the huddle pretty damn well. but." what you do once you get out of the huddle. That's the problem. That's what we trying to get fixate on to find out, you know, what's going on because what the reporters are, they're, they're, you know, they're probing around trying to see if you, they can find something to give to the the readers uh, and listeners to kind of help spread some game, provide a little calm information. The right information will kind of spread some calm among the building. That'll give us, a brief insight on whether or not you know what it takes to fix what you got going on because this ain't it. You know, I had to bring up the Bob Barker, the, the old Bob Barker on that last comment, old Pete, you did that on none of that sound right, brother. Was that Underhill? Credit to Nick Underhill. 
Nick Underhill stayed on it, man. And he's like, no, no, no. You, <laughs> you know, what do you do right? What are you doing right? He didn't, he, he went right back to the same one. He wanted to answer. So credit to him sticking on code and getting the question in there. But yeah, the, but, and I, and I, all these reporters, they're asking fantastic questions. I did know JD tried to misdirect everybody though with a defensive question. You know, he worked for the team. So he was trying to run a little inf- interference at first, but it didn't work with the rest of the reporters outside the building. They brought it right back to where it was supposed to be right on the offense. We don't need to be talking about no defense with the offensive coordinator standing up here. <laughs> don't run interference. We don't need you running interference. This is the offensive coordinator standing up here. We don't need to know about what he thinks about the defense. We got Dennis Allen up there. We asked him that. Pete Carmichael question. You don't see Pete Carmichael all the time. You have to be able to hit him with questions pertaining to the de- to the offense, not the defense. So I seen that little misdirect. It just didn't work. And the credit to the reporters, they stayed on game with it. So, yeah, this is not good sounding at all. Pete Carmichael is kind of pitching the spill now. He's kind of regurgitating talking points that he said earlier in the in the in these in his interview, the same interview, and that's that's disingenuous if that is indeed the case that you then are going back to regurgitating talking points from the same damn interview, as opposed to providing fresh insight or at least switching up your perspective to make us think, you know what you're doing. <laughs> Let's finish up with this, man. This is very concerning. Here. I have that opportunity to get you guys in and out of things that go on the screen. Uh, I think that's part of what he might be able serious? to do. And so, uh, you know, I, I don't know if it, it probably varies game to game, but it's something that I am very comfortable letting him do. Even dating back to John Gruden being a part of installing the offense, you know, back in the offseason and all the figureheads on the offensive staff as far as game plan. Has there has there been any change or addition as far as um, the people involved in, in having those conversations and making that plan? I think it's, it's our staff that's up there and uh, have confidence in every one of them. And uh, the process hasn't changed. I think, you know, we installed our base offense throughout training camp. Uh, obviously there were some new ideas with Derek coming in and, and thoughts that he had. Uh, and then, you know, there's, there's some people that you talk to as well. Uh, maybe you study some teams, but I think that uh, we're doing what we feel is our base offense. Obviously, I think there's a sense of urgency to get it turned around. Uh, we're four weeks in, and you know, going back to last year, I, I just haven't done a good enough job. And again, preparation for this week, get these guys going, a little energy, a little juice, and and uh, put that as our focus. How, how much time is you know, spent each week, kind of on self-scouting in terms of you know, this is what we kind of develop a tendency, or how do we get away from that? Because it does seem there are points where it's like, okay, it seems like they were ready for this. You know, how do you kind of approach that? Yeah, I think that uh, I think from the, the personnel that we have in the building, uh, that information comes to us, and I, it's obviously something you pay attention to. And uh, obviously, we're getting ready to play a great, a great defensive scheme. And obviously, those guys will, they'll be paying attention to the tendencies and stuff like that. So we we try to change it up as best we can. Just how close do you think this offense is to kind of just? putting all this aside and just kind of moving forward and showing what they're capable of. Yeah, I think I love the work that we've done this week. I think that, uh, you know, we just got to find that that game that clicks, the rhythm gets going, and I think uh, uh, we've got the right personnel. 
that kind of what it is that you're that you're kind of most waiting for is that 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 rhythm to hit in game yeah so i think that starts with me yes mm -hmm. is there just a general confidence level knowing that it's alvin kamara's second game back and that you know maximize production on yeah. his end yeah i think that uh obviously he's anytime the ball's in his hands he has a chance to be electric i think that uh you know i wish really we weren't explosive at all in any personnel last week with any guys and i think that uh you know, we got to find ways to do that, but opportunities to get the ball in his hands always creates that ability. Was there any hindsight 2020 thinking on, on obviously using Adam Prentice uh, against the goal line since it was his first carry of the season? Well, I think this, I think that, you know, that's kind of been our, our play go-to uh, down there coming out uh, when you're backed up like that. And I think that, you know, in hindsight, hey, you could flush him, but it's, hey, we're just trying to get off the goal line there. And if, you know, the tighter you are with the, or maybe the further back you are with the handoff, there's always a chance of penetration. So Did get you it in someone's hands quick. Find something that might have have worked, you know, in the run game in, I guess, the third quarter or something. I mean, has that been a frustration for getting this offense going that, that you're hoping maybe you started to tap into there for a little bit? There? I, I think this, I think we ran the ball uh, a certain scheme. Uh, when we got into the second half, we had some, uh, but again, I think part of that's also just me calling more opportunities for those guys. Was the you know last week? I think people have noted like just how many balls were behind the last scrimmage, Derek's balls. Was that part of the plan, or was that just how the defense? I think it's just played? the way the game unfolded. But again, I got to do better jobs finding ways to push the ball downfield. There was nothing with Derek's injury that restricted you from being like that. No. Okay. Okay. Yeah, he was up there squirming toward the end. He was. Uh... It was a roast session of Pete Carmichael. Um, like I said, man, I, I want to see him. I want to see him pull it together. We got too much talent uh, for things to look like it was. Chris Olavi was frustrated. Michael Thomas was frustrated. Elvin Kamara was frustrated. And that's uh, offensive personnel was, was quite frustrated, and they're supposed to be. You know, um, we lo you're losing games against nine playoff teams. That'll do that to you, especially when you have aspirations with all these different people that come here. You got a $150 million quarterback, and you, you got two, one touchdown in two games. That's not going to fly. So the, the real interesting part is you got the Pats who are one and two, or well, I think they're one and three. I'm sorry, one and three. Saints are two and two. And it's Pete Carmichael's version of Sean Payton's offense against Bill Belichick's defense in Gillette Stadium. So looking for a fun way to win 25 times your money this football and basketball season? Test your skills on prize picks, the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projection for a wide variety of stats and place your entry. It's as easy as that. If you have the skills, you can turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps. Easy gameplay, quick withdrawals, and injury insurance on your picks are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Ready to test your skills? Join the Prize Picks community of more than 7 million players who have already signed up. Right now, Prize Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Just visit prizepicks.com slash play100 and use code play100. That's code play100 at prizepicks.com slash play100 for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. 
With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You're going to talk about it's what ultimate matchup. What a hell of a game to try to get right. This That's why I said this will be a good, uh, it could, could come down to it. And Bill Belichick was alluding to it. Uh, about special teams. We talk about offense, defense, but he thinks special teams are going to be a big part of this game. This could be a low scoring affair uh, where, you know, somebody might win the game. You know, it might be a bunch of field goals. Somebody might score a touchdown. It might be, you know, uh, a 16 to 10 game or something, a 13 to 10 game. It might be something like that if we can't get it going, you know. So we'll, we'll see how it all goes. But yes, this was not a very um, knowledgeable interview from Pete Carmichael, in my estimation. A lot of regurgitated talking points when people were asking him to more specific questions. I like the line of questioning that the reporters were doing because they were focusing on different aspects of the offense. And they were talking about. Uh, you know, trying to get to the bottom of what's going on and trying to figure out. They were asking questions to determine whether or not the offensive coordinator knew what was wrong with the offense. I like that it was very intelligent questions that they were using to try to see if they can determine whether or not the offensive coordinator knew what was wrong, you know, and then ultimately do, you know, what do you do to fix it? How do you appease certain upset players? How do you get them involved? That kind of stuff. So very intelligent questions by the uh, uh, by the reporters because we got some good game there. We got a few laughs there as Pete was kind of regurgitating. I just have to do better. You know, we just going to have to get out there. We got to get the offense some more juice. You know, these are generalities, nothing specific that he wants to talk about in terms of. And I don't want him to give the game plan away from Bill Belichick. He don't need whatever he's going to say here and now. It's Bill Belichick already has a game plan. He's already studied enough film on the Saints to know how he wants to stop the Saints offense. A lot of people realize and know the Saints offense over the last four weeks have exhibited very dysfunctional qualities despite the slew of talented offensive centerpieces that we have. We haven't been able to get these guys going. Not consistently enough where we are averaging 28 points a game or, or something like that. We're really, potentially, we really are that good. And ultimately, do we get to that point during this year? I ultimately think we do. I really do think it is a good thing that the pressure is on after four weeks. It really is, because that means that we don't have to have a, a prolonged period of time when we get two or three more games into the season and they're two, three, and they're three to four games under 500 and then the pressure builds. No, it's good that the pressure is on right now. and You're at two and two. That's good pressure. There is good pressure here. You know, you know, like they say, it's a, it's a time. It's a time for anger. It's a time for upsetness. It really is. You wouldn't be you wouldn't be given those emotions if it was something that you wasn't supposed to be using at certain points of time. But all in harmony and balance. But this is the thing. We have to be able to figure this out, man. And I ultimately will decide. We'll see how 
they get it done. But this is going to be a very interesting matchup because it'll put it'll Pete 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 Carr Michaels version of Saints uh Sean Payton's offense against Bill Belichick's defense. So that's gonna be fun to watch, man. So what do you guys think <laughs> about what Pete Carmichael was saying there? De- uh, Devin says Pete keeps saying maybe you're supposed to know these things and all. He could be throwing a curveball. He 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 could be telling you, you know, these things as you know, to not kind of tip their hat to let you know know that we're going we about to razzle dazzle Bill Belichick, you know. So and that's a stretch. But at the end of the day, man, we can only see what's going to happen. All I got is my my Madden simulations that said that the Saints going to beat them. I'm going to just stick with that. We they, they, The previous ones were perfect. So uh, it says we're going to win. I'm going to rock with that. That'll be good enough for me this week. RG says, Pete, thanks. They should have listened when he said he did not want to be OC. Yeah, it's too late for that. You know, he he accepted the job and he just has to fix it. The thing is. He's not alone there. There's a lot of really talented people there in the offensive room that he can get game from. Like he, he and I'm pretty sure Curry and the rest of these guys are going to go in there. He's he's going to bring Carr in with Michael Thomas, and these guys are going to give game on what they think needs to happen with the offense because they know there was an interview that's floating out there where Elvin Kamara was giving up game and telling them exactly what they need to do. I, I listened to it. You know what, what he was saying. He's damn right. So, you know, they know what to do. It's just them all getting on the same page to make it happen. So, you know, it's just something that they just have to make happen. So we'll see how it all go. Eric says Pete Carmichael wants to go. <laughs> if they fire him, that's where you're going to go up under Sean Payton's skirt. Uh, Tragic says, uh, what's up, Tragic? Shout out to your fam. Much love to you, brother. Good to see you in, in the stream. Sky said, what's going on? Just watch the interview. tells you everything yeah p carmichael man got his, his work cut out for him what's up 504 cool shout out to y'all man jermaine what's up fam all right famous words did we got to watch film yeah he the cleanup man bro <laughs> yeah oh yeah you got it right eric 504 cool says q i'm going i'm going to this game so i really hope we win bro hey bro my madden simulation say we go win i'm gonna i'm gonna ride with that bro we going the simulation say we're gonna win, bro. I'm gonna ride with the simulation. The scores be wrong on there. We're not gonna score. I think it scored like 50 points or something on them people. That's not gonna ha- happen, obviously, but it's shown that's just to throw you off. The scores is not what you pay attention to. You pay attention to the fact that they got the dub. That's the whole thing. They got the dub. And the simulation picked the first two weeks, the second, it, it just, it was perfect. So up to this point, it's a perfect four and the simulation picked that the Saints were going to be two and two with the teams they won and the teams they lost to. They nailed it. Now the whip fifth week simulation says Saints going to beat the Patriots. We'll see, man. We'll see. Okay. Derek says, nah, we in trouble. Nah, we'll see, bro. All right. Ram says, who that, bro? How you doing? They need to try and maybe bring Gruden back. Yeah, I was thinking about that too, bro. Um, I know he's supposed to have a court case um, sometimes either this month or later on in this year. Remember, the insider was talking about late, uh, I think he said late October. We'll see where it is, but it could be, you know, late, it, later in this, it, I thought he said later this month or it could be later on in the year. So we'll see. But yeah, but yeah, definitely a phone call from John Gruden or P. Carmichael, whatever you got to do. 
Because I know Pete Carr, I know Carr is on the phone with Gruden. I know he's talking to him. He ain't going to tell us that. But when him struggling as bad as he is, because that last game was awful. And I just have to say, man, that man wasn't there. You can look in his eyes and see he wasn't there. We know. I know he was pumped up on painkillers, man. You can look at him and see how he was. It's not no one day you're going to have your arm on a sling and then four days later you throwing the ball, gunning the ball like that. And I'm supposed to say, oh, he healed really. He got Wolverine healing abilities. No, nah, <laughs> hell no. He got super, he got that super, super duper industrial strength cortisone. That's what he got. All right, shout out to you. T Dirty says, I've seen Walmart greet with more energy than. Yeah, see, Pete Carmichael is a smart dude, man. He's not a, one of these dudes that like the spotlight. He's a guy that works well and, you know, behind the scenes. But the thing is, Pete Carmichael knows this offense. And Pete Carmichael, he just needs a little help. Those guys got to get on the same page. We're talking play callers and play executors. They all got to get on the same page, fam. That's what it comes down to. They all got to get on the same page. And like I said, I got to bring the Saints offensive line into it because the Saints offensive line also needs to get it going, fam. They really need to get it going. And now you're dealing with a slew of uh, issues with your Saints offensive line. James Hurst is a big one. You know, we got Cesar Ruiz back off his concussion. Andrews Pete, who filled in for Cesar Ruiz, he might be out on concussion protocol. You got uh, Landon Young. He's banged up and he wasn't really playing like anything anyway. And then James Hurst. James Hurst is, is uh, banged up. Then, you know, Nick Selvaderi might get an opportunity to step in there and see what he can do. Our other rookie. So we'll see how it all goes, man. But and then, of course, Jawan Johnson's out for another week. So I'm not really happy about that. But the positive is we get Foster my rollback. So good to have him. He's a one of, you know, a good blocking tight end that we use with size and he can also catch. So it'd be good having him neck back and Derek Carr's familiar with him. You know, so we got a few things going on injury wise, banged upness with our backup offensive line. We'll see what's happening with Hurst. We know Jawan's out. Carr is still dealing with whatever he's dealing with. And we just need the Saints just to get in there and start running the football, man. That's what we want to do. You got Paulson Adebo coming back there. Lonnie Johnson is uh, out. I think uh, I think Marcus May has one more game before he returns. Y'all correct me, family. I think Marcus May has what one more game before he returns. I think he returns for the what one more. Is it one more game or not? Y'all remind me. I forget. But I know he's close to coming back. I think uh, this is this the third game. Is this this? Uh, no, 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 no. He got one more game yet left, so he'll be coming back after the Texan game. I, I want to say. Yeah, one more. Okay, there, there you go, Slim. Okay, thank you, bro. All right, so, um, so yeah, that, that's uh, that's a part of it. But the big concern is like when you are the Saints, and then you looking at Bill Belichick's team, and that's what I want to kind of look. at. I'm like, okay, you're looking at Jones is didn't play really well. He'll be peeved. The whole team will be peeved, and we have to be very careful when we go into a Patriot building because that that refer- officiating crew you know, uh, sweethearts to them. So the Saints can't play around. And usually when you have a, you know, a couple of these guys is banged up on the offensive line, Trent Brown and Cole Strange, that's two of their better offensive linemen. We should be able to get after these guys. It was a very, you know, troublesome trend that we were seeing with the Saints not being able to take advantage of offensive line that's missing starters. We can't get to them. It happened in the Green Bay game. 
It happened in the Tampa Bay Buccaneer game, one sack in both games, you know, two sacks in two games. That's ridiculous. And then we, then people have two of their best linemen or linemen that are the, the better of their unit or of, of their squad is out. And we only can afford a sack and the pressures are not enough pressures to bust pipes. It's not pipe busting pressure that the Saints were putting on uh, those two quarterbacks in the last matchup. They're going to have to ratchet up that pressure. They're going to have to learn to get, they got to get home, man, against these guys and make life hard on. We can't let them stand back there like what happened with Jordan Love and Baker Mayfield because Mac Jones would do the same thing. And then all of a sudden, we're going to be calling them nicknames and everything like we was doing Baker Mayfield and all these people, you know. So, I, you know, I, I'm, I'm, op- I'm optimistic. I'm, I'm hoping not. My simulation say the Saints to come out with the win. And I'm going to rock with that. That's just what I'm, that's my story and I'm sticking to it. All right, let me go over a few more comments, fam. If y'all got some questions, uh, feel free to throw them in the chat, and I'll do my best to answer them, man. So I uh, will see. All right, Molly Mall says, Q, play the cleanup, man, featuring baby. So, <laughs> oh, no, bro, you know what I <laughs> Yeah, man. Dude, that, that, uh, that was funny, man. Now, see, I, I forgot that video. I remember seeing that a long time ago and uh, the, I remember the song, but I didn't remember the video and I didn't know the dude was doing the video up in his, uh, up in his living room. Somebody, well, he was up in the, in the, in the living room and the man was zooming in and out. it was so poorly made. It's so cheap. You know, it was, it was crazy. <laughs> it was funny at the same time, man, you know, it was, it was really cheaply made. Like you could tell he brought in all his family members, people just standing up there, just sitting in there, just staring at the camera. And I'm like, man, what are these people doing, man? You know, what's, what's going on here, man, with these, you know, with all this kind of old stuff. So I don't know, man. We got to figure out what's going on with the Saints, man, because at the end of the day. <laughs> uh, you got to <laughs> I play this for all y'all, man, because y'all need to laugh, man. T Dirty, y'all need you to stop all T Dirty, you just stop being bad, brother. You stop snap snapping toothbrushes in half over there, man. <laughs> yeah, look at Zion, brother. Zion before Zion, man. <laughs> Dude look like Zion, man. <laughs> <laughs> they got a nose ring, man. What's going on? <laughs> oh man, that's yeah, too funny, man. And it's cheaply made, man. Look, it, it's his living room, bro. Look, look, look behind him, bro. It's his living room, bro. Look. <laughs> uh, dude, what are you? <laughs> And then they cut to this dude spinning. Why are they showing him dancing with his work shoes on? I mean, I mean, what kind of video? What's going on here? <laughs> That's your cheap made, cheap made stuff. Oh my goodness. Anyway, that was fun, man. I had to make sure I make y'all laugh, man. What's up, Gene? Shout out to your band. Says Gino from Montana. All right, man. Appreciate you, Q. Keep up the great content. Thank you, Gene. Appreciate you, man. Thank you for your support and watching, man. Providing a little levity, my friend. 
I merely too ill says offensive simple man JV teams could catch on the Saints playbook. Eugene says, Q, I've been in this for 42 years. My 50th birthday was on Sunday. Okay, happy who that birthday. Hope we get a win to help you celebrate your birthday there, brother Eugene. These people will not have me sad on my dear cause. Boss, I'm I'm tired, boss. (laughs) I'm tired, boss. I'm tired. I hear you, Eugene, bro. I got you, man. Happy who that birthday to you, my brother. Appreciate you, man. Jay says last year, Pete will run design plays for a W the next two. He said the next game or two, he didn't run hardly any for L. It's a pattern. Yeah, you know what? And shout out to my dog, DC, man. Y'all know DC, man. Uh, Called me today and he was like, hey, man, you know, he's talking about Pete Carmichael and scripted plays. And Pete Carmichael does. And he, he made a great point about Carmichael's scripting of the Saints plays. And you got to remember when Sean Payton was here, Pete Carmichael assisted Sean Payton with the big Waffle House menu, as I called it. But he would help Sean Payton build an offensive game plan. He would help script the plays. And he was really good and comfortable in that role. Now that he's the offensive coordinator, um, we're talking about once the scripted plays run out, what do you have to fall back on when you start app lift play or you start doing instinctual play call and he's not very good at it. So he's more of a scripted guy than anything. So we kind of recognize in that when stuff don't work, where do you go to? You got to be able to adjust and go to something else in your bag. So P. Carmichael, Ronald Curry and those guys, they're going to have to get with their offensive skill players and they're going to have to, you know, come up with something. But like I still said, I think really outside of that, if you can just give Derek Carr a running game, if you can just take the pressure off of him, and allow the Saints to be, you know, run the ball. I think you would see a lot of success. You'll see more of a confidence growing in the Saints. It'll help out our defense. It'll help uh, us gather a, a chemistry, offensively speaking. It'll take the pressure off the quarterback. It'll get the play action game going and many other facets of our offense that we need to get into to make things happen for us. So we just need to really focus on concentrating on getting the running game and 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 getting things together with that. All right, Devin says DC finally got some. Sell. Yeah, he did, bro. He called in from he get he got rid of his Horizon and got Verizon. So yeah, that there you go. All right, uh, n- no, that that that's not Scarface, bro. That's that's not Scarface, bro. Nah, Eric, no, that's not Face. That's not Face doing that. If that was Face doing that, I'd burn every damn uh, Scarface CDL my head, man. If that was the case, man, you mean to tell me you talking all that gangster stuff and they get up there and start. Doing that weird dancing. Oh, you talk the dude that was doing the tap dancing in his work shoes. I, I don't know, man. I, I don't know. But this dude, I don't know, bro. But tell me, y'all look at this. This dude look just like Zion, man. This dude look like Zion, man. This is the back end of it. <laughs> that dude looks like Zion. Hey, you go again. <laughs> Uh, I think something wrong with the dude, man, to be honest with you, man. But it might be Zion cousin to somebody. I don't know what's going on there, man. It just it's just all cheap made. You know, people just standing on the side looking. It was up in some pool hall somewhere, and I could have swore they had some old dude on the side smoking weed, man. I was like, man, what kind of video going on right here, man? All right, let's Ramsey. What's up, fam? He says, Q, do you think that if we have another offensive game like last week, <laughs> 
they will finally look look to get rid of. I don't think they get rid of Pete Carmichael, bro. Uh, a lot of family members been asking me, uh, and DC was like, after two games, if they don't do right, they're going to fire Carmichael. I said, they ain't firing no Carmichael, bro. Not right now. They're not going to fire Pete Carmichael. But it's very possible that you could lose the, the next two games because both of these teams are playing. You're, see, the thing is, this is easy. These teams are easy for us. I ain't going to see easy, but this is a, a win for the Saints of both these games if you had an offense. If you had an offense, this is a win. So, in the end, we have to figure out exactly what has to happen here uh, for us to figure out, you know, what we need. We we just need to run the ball, man. That's what it is, fam. We need to run the ball, man. That's what it is, man. RG says, what do you think the Saints' first play on offense will be? Uh. Okay, all right. I, I, the first play of the game against the ball, uh, Boston. I was about to say Boston, Boston. That's pretty much what it is. The Boston Patriots. There ain't no New England. So the first thing gets the pass. Saints get the ball. Uh, Derek Carr gonna be under center. They're gonna have a three. They're gonna have a three wide. They're gonna have three wide outs. Right. It's gonna be three wide receiver formation. Two to the right. Right. One to the left. No, it's gonna be four. It's gonna be four. You're going to have one one to the left, three to the right, and then Carr's going to be under center. It's going to be a snap, and Carr going to turn quickly and fire the ball to the slot, man. They're going to set up a wide, a wide receiver screen uh, down, down the line of scrimmage to the right side. <laughs> An extended running play. That's what it's going to be. Watch. You're going to see. Uh, what's up, Danny? Shout out to my dude, man. What's happening, Danny? Appreciate you for stopping by, my friend. Appreciate you, man. Danicus, shout out to you, my friend. All right, Eugene, shout out to you. Said Big Q, the dude looks more like Clarence. <laughs> I don't know, bro. No, yeah, I remember Clarence Witherspoon. I remember him, but I don't think it's. I don't. I, to me, it looked like dude looked like Zion, bro. I ain't gonna even kid, bro. A out of shape Zion, man. That's what he looked like to me, man. He got his whole facial structure, everything. All right, yeah, he he got a lot of zesty moves too. So. That that's Wyon, you know, Wyon we okay, yeah, there you go. There you go. Wyon Williamson. T Dirty says, Q throw that damn video game away. <laughs> Why, T Dirty? Why? Why? Why should I do that, my friend? When the when the simulation was perfect, the scores are off, but don't pay attention to the scores. The simulation had the Saints two and two. It had it through four weeks. That's why I did the simulations. I want to see what the what the what the AIs think about the game. And up to this point, the man simulations that we run we run on we run on the platform is two and two. They're two and two. And the the last simulation we ran on Tuesday said the Saints beat the Patriots this week. So, man, listen. All I can tell you that if the simulation is correct for a fit, bro. Man, that's that's AI telling you what time it is. I'm looking at I'm like, man, ain't no way. But it is perfect up to this point. It is cho it's chosen correctly up to this point. It's the scores are off. The scores are meant to be off to throw you off, but the win, the picking of the wins versus the losses are a hundred percent. So that's all I got to rock with because I don't know what the Saints are going to do. You know, if the offensive line was playing better, it's a whole nother thing. Like we don't need we need them to really kind of snap into it and really because we know they really good. They're a solid run unit, but they're not playing. They're not playing with any confidence right now. And that's the very interesting thing. And also, let me throw this into it, fam. 
Looking for a fun way to win 25 times your money this football and basketball season? Test your skills on Prize Picks, the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projection for a wide variety of stats, and place your entry. It's as easy as that. If you have the skills, you can turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps. Easy gameplay, quick withdrawals, and injury insurance on your picks are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Ready to test your skills? Join the Prize Picks community of more than 7 million players who have already signed up. Right now, Prize Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Just visit prizepicks.com slash play100 and use code play100. That's code play100 at prizepicks.com slash play100 for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. You know, and this is just what, what the most high puts on my in my mind and my spirit about the Saints. When you have a team, an offense is veteran related. And, you know, as the New Orleans Saints are, we would, you know, it's very concerning to me that we're not seeing, you know, it, I, it's, it's, it's just very concerning. Like, this is not an offense that's ran by rookies. You know what I'm saying? We know Carr is a guy that's been in the league for 10 years. He's played in different renditions of this West Coast offense before. For him to be struggling this bad to pick up on what the Saints are laying down is very interesting to me. Despite all of the resources that the Saints dedicated to him picking up the, the game plan faster. Think about what I'm saying. You brought John Gruden in here several times. You know, they did all of the offseason workout, all this kind of stuff. They had the scrimmage where they looked really good. You know, like that first series, they was off the chain. Everybody was happy about that. Then you go from that to what you see over the first month of the season. And you got a lot of really good players and veterans like, you know, and we know Elvin just came back, but you got Michael Thomas in there. You know, you just got a lot of really good players offensive from the offensive line perspective, McCoy and all these other guys that are really good. But yet they're not exhibiting any confidence, which is very interesting to me that you have these guys. Who is the leader here? Who's going to take possession? And, you know, emotionally, who's the the emotional leader of the offense? We know DeMario is the emotional leader of the defense and overall team. But from the offensive standpoint, who is the emotional, spiritual leader of that Saints offense? Who is it? You know, if Carr is struggling, who is the, I know he got the C on his jersey, but who else do we have that can grab a hold to the offense and say, guys, shake out of it, shake up out of it. We've, We've done this before. We can play here. We are good. You know, who can do that? That's the part I'm looking at because we know they're talented, but how are they this bad? And they just seem to be sinking further down. When you had the, this is what I'm saying. Remember the, the, what happened, the epic, the epic collapse in the, in the, in the Green Bay game when they, they lost the game 
in the last 11 minutes and allow Green Bay to score 18 points in 11 minutes to beat you 18 to 17 in the game. You had to have a massive collapse to do that. Then if there were really stern and upset veterans in that locker room on the offensive side of the ball, that Tampa Bay game shouldn't have happened because the offense looked worse than what they did in the Green Bay game. You see what I'm saying? So if it was some pissed offness, it would have exhibited and showed itself before the Tampa Bay game. And you had all you needed. The re- everything was set up perfectly for you to have a rebound game by stumping the, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in the dirt. That team was on a short week. They just got plummeled by the Detroit Lions. Not, not that was Green Bay. Uh, whoever beat Tampa Bay, they beat them. Beat, I forgot y'all tell me in the chat. They beat Tampa Bay on Monday night and they were on a short week, and you had them in your building, and you got Elvin Kamara back. You were supposed to do that. You were supposed to win that game, but you had a less, you have a worse, worse offense performance than you had in the Green Bay game, which is very interesting. So that's what I'm saying. It's like you hear the frustration from an Elvin Kamara talking to the reporters and all that, you know. So, how, you know, and it's just very interesting to see all that go, go on like how it's been going on, man. So, it's all very interesting. And plus, it even though the, the Patriots aren't world beaters, but that's Belichick over there. He know all about this team. He knows, man, they can't score no touchdowns. I know why they can't score no touchdowns. He know how to fix your shit. He knows how to fix you and fix you and how to take you apart. He knows because we know what time it is. We know that the Saints don't have an identity. They still don't have an offensive identity on what they want to do. It You have to know who you are in the NFL to get the most out of your team. The Saints still don't have any identity, offensively speaking. They don't know what they are. You know, they're not playing with any confidence. They damn sure ain't playing with any intelligence. And some of the times they're not playing with any heart. So, I mean, it's you all that has to be rectified all this internal stuff like stuff inside of them mentally and spiritually that they got a solid they got to solidify as a unit man they have to solidify as a unit you can line them all up next to each other and say okay at the word goal just start pushing on the other guy next to you no 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 these guys have to have a some type of i don't know what it is family but they're gonna have to check themselves they got to look in the mirror and understand hey if I can't play like a professional on Sunday, don't cash the check, bro. Go don't, don't go take go get a job at Pepsi or go drive the 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 Wells Fargo trucks or you know go clean up trash at the beach. Do something else, but don't cash that check on Sunday. If you can't get up and be motivated, and you making tens of millions of dollars, hundreds of thousands of dollars, and you can't motivate yourself to get up and do your job properly, don't cash that check on Sunday, brother. Don't cash that check on Sunday. If you're going to play sorry like that, don't cash that check. Don't cash it. Don't do it. But they will. They're going to cash the hell out that goddamn check. They're going to cash it three ways, eight ways from Sunday. They're going to cash that check. So, I mean, you got to show up, man. You got to show up and show out. And it takes heart and courage to do that. And you're playing against the best coach in NFL history. You got His team ain't all that. But you still, Bill Belichick is formidable. He he he's very formidable. So it's going to be an interesting game against the best coach in the history of the NFL in his building with referees that favor his squad. The Saints got to show up, man. They got to step up and show up. 
right. So anyway, shout out to the fam. I just wanted to sprinkle that, man, because that's very interesting. I was looking at it, man, and these guys are pissed off and they pissed off to the reporters and they telling the reporter schemes and what they need to do. And we ain't doing no motions and all that. I hear you with the motions and all that other stuff. But what what good is the motion and all that shit going if the offensive line ain't handling their business? If guys ain't blocking correctly, if they ain't on the same page, it all starts with the offensive line a lot of times because the offensive line needs to protect the quarterback. Offensive line sets up the run. You know, if the offensive line is not handling his business and dominating in the trenches to set up the run, that all that falls on our quarterback to make plays. You know, and Derek Carr right now, you can tell he don't have no clock in his head. This is all there. All this stuff is true. He doesn't have a clock in his head. He's standing up there holding the ball, looking downfield. Sometimes he cycled twice through his progressions. I have tape and film I'm studying. He goes from left to right and then even cycles back and then gets sacked. Like, dude, how do you go? How do you fan through your progressions from one side and then go back to the other side and don't dump the ball down or don't even throw the ball out of bounds to take a sack? How do you do that? At least get rid of the ball to protect yourself so a son of a gun wouldn't hit you. You know, if he see that you got rid of the ball, he's at least likely to lay into you because, you know, that's a penalty. So, I mean, this guy has plenty of time and he doesn't have a clock. He's staring down the field, trying to make something out of nothing. It's supposed to take the, the, the smart plays to check the damn thing down, please. But like I said, you got to take the ball out of that man's hands because you don't have no clock in his head and you don't have no rhythm or timing. So we got to take that clock out of his hand. I mean, out of, we got to take the ball out of his head. You need to put a clock in his damn head. One Mississippi, two Mississippi, three Mississippi. I'll call Drew Brees. Drew Brees to help you get your clock set, man. He'll have you. He'll get you together. He need to get that ball out of his hand faster than that. But in, in the end, man, it's a lot of stuff that they need to do to get success. Do I think they can beat the Patriots? Yes, I do. The Patriots are not infallible. They're not a, 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 a team that's invincible. That team sitting over there at one and three, they're worse than us record-wise. They got problems and all that kind of stuff. But at the end of the day, the Saints have to win in the trenches where it matters. We got to win in the trenches. We have to establish a mean running attack. We got to get the running attack going with Elvin. We got to get it going with our running backs, man. Get it going with Taysom and then get into the play action back. That's, that's, that's all I got with that, man. That's what it is, man. They got to play with some heart here. We need some heart. Don't cash that check, man, if you can't play with no heart. And tell them, tell them that. Tell them that. Listen, bro, y'all make hundreds of thousands of dollars, tens of millions of dollars. If you can't play with no heart and no confidence and be like a professional and represent us right, don't cash that check. Don't cash that damn check. Don't cash it. Because you, you got plenty of heart and courage when you cash that goddamn check, I'll tell you what. Anyway, let me get on up out of here, man, because before I start going up, but listen, let me read a few more comments first. All right. Eugene says begging the dude to take a job he didn't want was probably not the best. I don't know if they begged him for it. I think he said he didn't want it. They started interviewing people. My understanding is Pete Carmichael came back and said, OK, I'll take the job because they were going through looking at wide receivers, wide receivers, coaches. They was looking at the Rams wide receiver coach, the Lions wide receiver coach at the time. And then all of a sudden, Pete Carmichael said, you know what? I'll take the job. You know, that is not a good look because usually when they're failing and people go back to look at it and say, that guy really didn't want it in the first place. Smallville says if they could, they will cash that check on Sunday. They get direct deposit, brother. It's going. It's already in there. RG says losing fate and car. He gets nervous and panics under pressure. All Majority of them do, bro. But the problem is, like I said, with Derek Carr is that he's I like Derek Carr a lot. He just doesn't play with a clock in his head most of the times. 
because I don't, it's like he he thinking too much. You know what I mean? You know, like on the football field, and Demario Davis alluded to this. If you play football before, you know that you can't think a lot. On I know it sounds weird, <laughs> but you have to be instinctive. You have to move and be instinctual when you're playing out there. You can't be overthinking things because everything's based on time, and you'll get burnt. You be you get hurt out there. So what Carr is doing, he's looking at stuff, and he's <laughs> he. If you look at the film, a lot of times he's caught looking downfield because he's a gunslinger. His instincts, he's a gunslinger. He wants to throw the ball down the field. That's the first, and that's one of the first things he does. You'll see him look at that out receiver and see, okay, I don't know, and looking to see what's going on down there. And sometimes our offensive line is not giving him a lot of time like that for him to just stand up there and see, uh, you know, what, 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 you know, all this kind of stuff. He has to be able to be smarter than that. And also, if he is a, if it's an opening out front of him, take off and pick up the yard, slide down because he got a set of wheels on him too. You know, we just have to play smarter. We got to play a lot smarter than what we've been playing. Carr has the talent, but he overthinking it. You can tell he overthinking it. He's doing too, doing a little too much. All right, uh, Millie Two Wheels says, "Man, look at CJ Stroll compared to Carr. Dude, putting up. Yeah, it's a different scenario altogether, bro. It's uh." Looking for a fun way to win 25 times your money this football and basketball season? Test your skills on Prize Picks, the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projection for a wide variety of stats, and place your entry. It's as easy as that. If you have the skills, you can turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps. Easy gameplay, quick withdrawals, and injury insurance on your picks are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Ready to test your skills? Join the Prize Picks community of more than 7 million players who have already signed up. Right now, Prize Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Just visit prizepicks.com slash play100 and use code play100. That's code play100 at prizepicks.com slash play100 for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. It's, it's different, bro. Hey, Carr, and listen, bro, I think Carr eventually will click. It would eventually click for the Saints. It will. It will because we have we have the talent and the pressure. The pressure is on them to get it right. So I think eventually it does click. The only question is when. When does it click? I think it will eventually click. The question is when. Eric says we played him last year. We 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 saw he had no clock in his head. Yeah, he, bro, he has no clock, bro. No clock. You no know, play. You got it. He has to go through. If you don't, and that, and that's something that he has to get in his spirit. It's like you can't throw the ball down the field every play or force a pass down the field every play. You got to set it up, you know. So you see the Saints operating out of three wide receivers set. They spread the defense out and they'll draw either draw running back up the center of the opposing defensive line or, you know, work from out of the shotgun in the three out of the, the three wide receivers set. A lot of times that's to provide Carr with extra time so he can fan through progressions. If you look at it, you'll see that even out of the shotgun, and he and that's giving him extra time to survey the field, he still gets sacked. So I'm like, nah, bro, you they can't hold the they can't hold them off forever. A lot of times you're gonna have to be smart enough to either get your ass out of that pocket, scramble and pick up some yardage. Perhaps you scramble enough where they'll have to spy you. And that'll take some pressure, take another guy away from the secondary 
so that you can make easier throws down the field. But sometimes you're going to have to start using his legs and slide down. You know, you see what I'm saying? Because he because be, sometimes if you look at some of these plays, he hasn't he has some field in front of him, but he just wants to stand in there and see if he can deliver a strike. You got to switch it up, bro. And he and really, man, he he's thinking a little too much, to be honest with you. Rams says, Q, remember the Christmas Day game against the Vikings with Elvis scored five? Yes, I do. Yeah, I know, man. I, I don't know what's going to. That was far. That seems like a millennium ago, bro. Yeah, Crusher says Pat's going to run lots of man and our wide receivers are going to have to win one-on-one matchups. Thank you, Crusher. Appreciate you, bro. Shout out to you. Joe says, know who's the best clock? Who has the best clock? Yeah, Drew Brees. You need to get on the line, bro. You need to get him on the call. Give him a ring. Donnie says, I think this team is in purgatory. Okay. All right. Modern, in a modern day NFL, you got to have a QB who can scramble a little bit. Yeah, exactly. Because look what, it, it, look, proof is in the pudding. The last two teams we played, quarterbacks scrambled on the Saints and had great success. Matter of fact, in the Packers and Buccaneers games, when the defense weren't allowing them to pass the ball effectively, Jordan Love and Baker Mayfield took off and picked up big yardage to help keep offensive drives alive. There was a big scramble that Jordan Love had when he ran from their side of the field and put them all the way in the Saints territory off a scramble run. Remember that? Oh, with Baker Mayfield had several scrambles. He was the second highest rusher. I think he had like 50-something yards, scramble yards against the Saints. They didn't even try to spy him. They were like, that's Baker. We ain't going to spy him. Whether you want, he's not Kyler Murray, but him scrambling out of there because the Saints couldn't contain him. They they couldn't contain Baker Mayfield of all people, man. So I know Carr has a set of wheels, at least has a set of wheels like a Baker Mayfield, at least better than his. You know, some sometimes you're just going to have to, because he has space and opportunity standing in there too long, overthinking stuff and it's causing disaster. So people, people are going to start losing faith. Like and the, the players are going to start, well, I don't think this guy can get it done. He's going to have to start stepping up and showing what he can do and being smarter. We're going to have to kind of get them together by helping him develop by giving them the running attack. Elvin Kamara knows what he's doing. Elvin Kamara is the dude that should be, you should be using to carry this team in the Saints rushing attack. If you got to put Taysom Hill in there with, with uh, Kendra Miller and make and put that onus on them to do it. If you got to bring a fullback in to run it, you got a tight end. If you need to bring the tight end to help block, bring them on in there. It's time to get down to business here, man, against some of these teams. We need to move, have we need to get to the mean side of things and start resetting these off these line of scrimmages. We got to start pushing and dominating these adversaries, man. That's what we need to start doing. All right. <laughs> oh, y'all crazy, man. Y'all seen old boy, man, cutting up in the in and doing his thing, man. And then y'all, y'all crazy, man. Y'all seeing young Zion Williamson doing his thing, man. Then look look at young Zion, man. <laughs> look at the dude in the back, man. Dude in the back smoking weed. Uh, what kind of what kind of pool hall is this? What's going on here, man? Yeah, Willie D. Wrong for trying to shoot a video at his uh at his family reunion, man. You wrong for that, bro. Yeah, that's <laughs> funny, man. Oh, that's too funny. 
Yeah, man. But anyway, fam, listen, man. I'm going to get ready to get out on that, man. Hold on. I'm going to click my little screen off here, man. Hold on. Let me put them back on up there. Yeah, yeah. Y'all seen Zion, man? Zion put the hat on, man. He was out there doing his thing. Look at Zion put the hat on, man. There you go. What's up, Zion? Look at this dude. What this dude doing? Look at this dude. <laughs> oh, man. That's too much, man. That just fun. I just do that, man, to make y'all laugh, man, because y'all need to laugh, man. All right, so with that being said, <laughs> I'm gonna holler at y'all, man, tomorrow, man. Much love to the fan. Appreciate y'all. Y'all feel free to hit the like button, hit the subscribe button. But by all accounts, man, I'm gonna be positive, man. I think the Saints should be, we should win this game. I think it'll be a tight game, a field goal game, maybe a 13 to 10 game, possibly a 16 to 10 game. 16, 13, something like that. I just don't see enough of what they're saying versus what we could do. They could have an offensive explosion. Sometimes it'll click like that. They got the talent. We just see if the players and coaches can get on, you know, the same side of things, man. But I do believe the Saints win this matchup against the Patriots. I think it'll be a close one. But uh, we need to really kind of that 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 win will help us build confidence again. And hopefully we uh, we can get our offensive line together, man, so they can start getting on code and dominating again. With that being said, let me get out on that. I appreciate y'all. Love y'all, man. Y'all hit the like button, hit the subscribe button, hit the bell as well for future show notification. And feel free to share the show links on your social media feed, whether the diehard black and gold members. I'll holler at you on the next one. Peace. Who that, baby? Yeah. Like Benson, I'm a who that. I'm a who that. Long as I'm living, I'm a who that. Lose or winning, I'm a who that. Sports coma, yeah, this is where we do that. 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 Boogie like Benson, I'm a who that. I'm a who that. Sports coma, this is where we do that. Where we do that. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Somebody please better help. Running this thing like Elf. Thank God every day I'm not a felt. Go to YouTube live with Big Q and the guys. If you ain't ride or die, the bandwagon get flipped. Been marching in, that was way for the ring. I was yelling out your shame for the championship. Fucking on town, duck down. Falcons, pluck, get shut down. Panthers ain't much touchdown. The vision really belong to us now. So much hate on the Saints, you could probably tell. Ever since Bounty Gate hit the NFL, when things seem fishy, then you probably smell. The crooked referees are Roger Goodell. Yeah. like this, and I'm a who that. Every day I'm living, I'm a who that. Lose all winning, I'm a who that. It's the sports coma, this is where we do that. Where we do that, where we do that, where we do that, where we do that, where we do that. Boogie like this, and I'm a who that. It's the sports coma, this is where we do that. You're listening to the sports coma with Big Q and the guys on the PRO Media Network.
the Pro Shop is the platform store where you can go and buy all the latest merch to support the platform. Available at the Pro Shops, we have dozens of hundreds of products available for you and your family. Unisex tees for men and women, hoodies and sweatshirts, tank tops, kids and baby items, long sleeve tees, mugs, pillows, wall art, bath, bedding, face masks, phone cases, stickers, bags, fanny packs, socks, hats, and many other items. Please feel free to check out the Pro Shops. The link is in the description section below. TheWhoThatDaily.com That's right, TheWhoThatDaily.com Your one-stop shop for everything New Orleans Saints, New Orleans Pelican, LSU Tigers, even the top flight boxing So if you're a Who That and you're looking for a place to stay up on your team TheWhoThatDaily.com is your site TheWhoThatDaily.com For the sport Who That in all of us Looking for a fun way to win 25 times your money this football and basketball season? Test your skills on Prize Picks, the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projection for a wide variety of stats, and place your entry. It's as easy as that. If you have the skills, you can turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps. Easy gameplay, quick withdrawals, and injury insurance on your picks are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Ready to test your skills? Join the Prize Picks community of more than 7 million players who have already signed up. Right now, Prize Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Just visit prizepicks.com slash play100 and use code play100. That's code play100 at prizepicks.com slash play100 for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy.